Hey everybody, it's Damara Gardner, founder of Black Women About Business. For those of you who do not know, Black Women About Business is all about supporting black female leaders and in intersecting business and wellness. We come to you today with our podcast, which is all about inspiring you to go deeper in your leadership, your wellness, and your business practices. And we give it to you in bite size, up to 15 minute pieces, and interview black women who are just like you to hear about their stories and how they have mastered the art of business, leadership, and wellness. Here in the studio today is Dr. Joyce Super. She's a true philanthropist sitting on several nonprofit foundation boards. It's her servant spirit that led her to the Michigan Women Forward, which used to be Michigan Women's Foundation, where she works as the executive director of the Entrepreneurial Initiative Program. That's actually how we met. Along with her nonprofit acumen, Joyce brings to the position an extensive leadership background in for-profit, nonprofit, and healthcare environments. She's a professor at several colleges and universities in the Metro Detroit area and an author. Joyce, a lifelong learner, possesses a doctorate degree in management, a master of art in practical theology, a master's of science in administration, and a bachelor of science in management, all with honors. She also holds certifications in Peer Perspectives, CEO Roundtable System, Project Management, and Executive Leadership. Additionally, and just as important, she is the very proud mother of two sons and my joy to her two beautiful granddaughters. Dr. Joyce, welcome. Thank you so much for inviting me. Yeah, I'm you are right. We did meet through an <laughs> interaction we had with Michigan Women Forward. We did. And the way that we have connected has been so beautiful since. Yes. I appreciate you. I Thanks appreciate for being you here. Too. My pleasure. Uh, this sister has gotten me connected to lots of folks here in the Detroit area. And I know that you're going to learn something from her and be inspired along the way. So let's jump in. Okay. All right. So you've worked in corporate the majority of your career. What should black women know to thrive in corporate settings? Well, one of the things that I have found that was most pivotal to me moving up the corporate ladder was just being confident in my skills. Mm. You know, when you're working in an environment where um, the people can look like you or cannot look like you, you sometimes want to second guess some of the things that you've um, done mm -hmm. some of the decisions that you've made, but you have to be confident. Mm -hmm. You have to be confident that you're doing what you're supposed to be doing and that the information that you're sharing with people, that you've learned it well enough that you can articulate it the way it should be. So, you know, I can go on, I'm a, like a little political guru. Mm -hmm. And so I can tell you to watch the politics in corporate America, but we all know that, right? Yeah, yeah. So again, I tell people to be confident, know who you are, and stay true to yourself. Yeah. So I love that, right? I mean, there's there's one thing in knowing what comes along with certain environments, and there's another thing about standing in your power in spite of some of the rules of engagement, right? right? Mm -hmm. um, so talk to us about maybe a time that you found yourself having to stand in your power in spite of some of those corporate rules. Mm, that's interesting. I actually had a conversation today with one of the girls that work with me, and we were talking about when you have a boss or situation that seem to be trying to take you off your square. Mm. And that's one of the things that I'm teaching my granddaughter. You have a square. Yeah, That's your square, own your square, and don't let people push you off that square. So the situation I had was actually I had a boss um, that 
didn't necessarily like me. He didn't dislike me, but he didn't like me. He thought that I was um, one of those people that talk back. Mm. And because I was confident, I only talked back, if you want to use that word, on things that I knew for sure that I was right about. So we had to have the opportunity to really get to know each other. Mm -hmm. And I began explaining to people who I was. And I and, and I tell my students that when I am in the classroom, if you know you have a powerful presence, and I do, then I have to tell people who I am first so they're not intimidated anymore. Because we don't realize as black women, we can be intimidated to men as well as women. Yeah. 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 Um, it's so interesting that you're saying this because Melanie Hobson was talking about serving on the board with Warren Buffett and some of her early interactions with him mm -hmm. and how he oftentimes wouldn't engage with her. And she was racking her brain about why. And it's the very thing that you're talking about. And so she had to get in where she fit in mm -hmm. in order to build a bridge and not a wall, even though the wall that was a perception mm -hmm. that it was there because of who she was as a black woman and because of her power. Right. right. And so I love what you're saying that oftentimes um, we can still be true to who we are mm -hmm. while also tempering some of it in mm -hmm. order to build connection yes. because relationships are everything, everything. right? They're everything. everything. Um, you can be as good as you want to be at all kinds of things, but if you don't know how to build relationships, if um, which starts with a relationship with yourself, right? Mm -hmm. uh, then you're going to always have these roadblocks in terms of your pathway, no matter how much education you have and no matter how good you are. Because the people stuff, the, the people stuff, the soft stuff is the thing that really makes us most memorable. Right. I yeah. agree. Um, so one of the things that, that I have said was, um, you don't, and I don't talk about intimidation mm -hmm. because I know that that can happen. I just tell people who I am. Yeah. So I tell them I, I am a person that you want to get to know first before you start making decisions. Mm. Ask me questions because I ask a lot of questions. Yeah. Anybody that know me will say, um, Joyce, she's going to ask you a thousand questions. And I, I'm not asking you questions because I'm trying to show that I'm smarter than you or you're smarter than me or anything like that. I just have a need to know. Yeah. So I call myself a truth seeker. Mm. And so I tell people, I'm going to ask you a lot of questions. It means absolutely nothing, but I'm trying to learn. Because as you read in my bio, I am a lifelong learner. Yeah. And I believe that you can learn from anyone. I love that. Even our enemies. Sometimes yes. our enemies can be our greatest teachers, right? Yes, okay. absolutely. <laughs> that was great. That was great. All right. So you do have a long career of serving in the community with the most recent labor of love being Michigan Women Forward. What drives you to be a servant leader? Well, um, one of those degrees, as you notice, is a practical theology degree. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that, that I did, again, as a truth seeker, was try to really understand what my relationship was with him was. Mm -hmm. Because we talk about relationships, right? But the most important relationship we could have is the relationship with our creator. Mm -hmm. So as I was learning more about him, as you dig into it, and this is the month of love, right? It's February, the yes. month of love. So 1 Corinthians 
that entire book talks about love. But God is love. So how can I love you if I don't take the time to get to know you? Yes, yes. And so that's how I started off getting to know the people in the community that may look just like me or maybe in the similar social economic group that I was in, but I didn't know what their pains were because I have found out that they're similar to mine. Um, just recently I served, um, I sit on the board of HAND, mm -hmm. which is the Homeland Act Action Network of Detroit. And so they were counting the homeless this week and you know it was extremely cold. Yeah. And so I went to this church in Midtown and it's really, really been you know on my mind because I posted about it on Facebook and I met this guy who I call Dan and when I was listening to his story, he's been homeless for four years. It was so similar to a situation I could have easily found myself in. Wow. His mother was very, very ill, mm. so he didn't want to burden her. He lost his job from a factory through layoff, not by being terminated. He got another job at a car wash that closed. So you can see how life just kept throwing him, um, you know, bad ball sure you know yeah and when he would catch one and think i'm on my way up then something else would happen so what makes them different from us our perseverance mm -hmm. but in persevering sometimes it's just that person that's giving you that hand yeah yeah lifting you up not beating you down so that's how i got involved in in um thanks to one of my sores, but I got involved in nonprofit because I told her I wanted to help women and children. And so I landed where I am, Michigan Women Forward, which is all about empowering women throughout wow. the state of Michigan. Yeah, yeah, such an important role and the work that you do is is critical um, to help entrepreneurs that look like me and just women, period, right? Women, period. Um, there was something that you said that really struck me, um, and it's a quote, I believe, by Maya Angelou that said that, you know, people will forget what you said, they will forget what you did, but they will always remember how you made them feel. Mm -hmm. And there's something about you and how you show up and how you connect with people um, so that you can see your life in connection to them, right? Yes. And I know that I use the word connection twice, right, in, in the same sentence, um, and, and appropriately so, because it sounds to me like in leadership, uh, you really care about people and they know it. They know it from the beginning. And um, you don't lead with your PhD, which you absolutely could because you worked really hard to get it, right? You lead with connection. And it sounds like that's made all the difference for you and has been a big part of your thread um, in your life. And so that in itself is truly inspiring. So I used to start off um, with, um, because I can be very direct. Mm -hmm. Again, I told you I got this very confident person. Um, my dad helped me with that a lot because I, I used to be a real introvert. And people that meet me now would say, no way, but I was. And so one of the things that I used to do in being direct was says, I'm not trying to hurt your feelings. I'm just telling you the truth, mm. truth to power. Yes. And then I realized, quit telling people truth and power and start telling them truth and love. Ah. And so when I'm talking to you, and you can tell that I really care about you. Again, I'm explaining to you, I'm allowing you to ask me questions, and I'm telling you that 
I'm going to ask you questions because through those questions, we connect and find the similarities in our lifestyles because we're all similar. Yes. We can try to act like we're not, but we are all connected. Yeah. We just have him. to find. We just yes. have to find those ways that we're connected. And I love that truth in love, not truth in power, because right. that's the thing I think that creates followership. Right. People, you can be in a leadership role and people can follow you simply because of your title. But what you're talking about is something deeper and it's a way to create human capital right. right and human capital is one of the forms of capital that is priceless you can get all the money that you want but if you don't have the right relationships then you you are you're only going to be able to do so much in terms of leveraging right, right? so that was so rich Thanks. um leadership and wellness go together like fill in the blank um Wow, that's a great one. And I actually had all these words going around in my head. Um, but I have to say that they go together as part of life's balance. Mm. You got to have balance in your life. So one of the things that that I have learned to do is to write me time in my planner. I love it. I love planners. I do. I got them all over the house. Mm -hmm. But I had to start putting me time in there because I would have my day full of meetings, my days full of service, you know, to others. But what about Joyce? And I had to learn that if I didn't pay attention to me, then I wouldn't be around to continue doing service to others yes. or taking care of just my family. Absolutely. So I had to create balance. But but let me say that mm. balance is hard. Yes. Very hard. So when you hear people talking all the time about work life balance, it means something different to every person mm. because creating balance is very hard. Absolutely. Yeah. And there's a couple things that I want to be able to connect with that you said. Um, one is that. You know, the inspiration behind Black Women About Business is, is the very thing that you just talked about, right? That historically, women, and more specifically, I found that Black women are last on the to-do list. So this intentionality that you've put into putting yourself first um, so that you're not an afterthought, right, right, is something that seems so simple. And yet we still struggle in part because of the many roles that we play. And I think maybe, too, the way that we've been socialized, right? right? Um, this superwoman antidote, um, which is a fallacy. Often we're strong mm -hmm. and everybody needs somebody and needs practices in order to take really good care of themselves. And, you know, the more, as you said, that we put ourselves for, first, the more we can service in love towards the work that we've been been called to do in this lifetime right right sis how can we stay in touch with you so of course i can always be reached at my job okay yes <laughs> michigan women forward yes okay and the website is www.miwf.org mm -hmm. my direct phone number is 313-771 3514 i would love to talk about anyone that has an idea that they want to put into business, or if they're already in business, they want Michigan Women Forward to help them to create a sustainable business, because that's what we're about. We want to create sustainable business that when we look back five years, you're still there. Yes, I love it. So um, you definitely want to check Dr. Joyce out. She is a woman of excellence. I have had time um, with her face-to-face, -face, and she has already done so much for me to get me connected to some of the players in Detroit. Um, and so definitely 
definitely reach out to her if you're in need of any of the services that she talked about or even just if you want to say hey Dr. Joyce I was inspired by what it was that you shared Um, so as we wrap up our podcast I just want to remind all of you that we have our Be Well Fabulous Black Woman Tour coming up we're going to be in the Kalamazoo Battle Creek area at Radisson downtown on March 26th we're going to be in Detroit on May 14th and we're going to be in Grand Rapids on June 4th we would love to have you check us out on Eventbrite you can even go to our website blackwomenaboutbiz.com and then make sure that you follow us on social media we're black women underscore biz on instagram and twitter please like our facebook page which is black women about business thank you all for being here today until next time ashe